0: No Kool-Aid, no ice cream, but a win is a win. NC State knocks off Miami on Tuesday night. You are Locked On Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Wolfpack Nation? It's time to get locked in with Locked On. Thanks for making Locked On, Wolfpack, your first listen each and every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can join today and you can get $200 back in bonus bets if you place a $5 bet that hits. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. Happy Wednesday to all. As always, I'm Grayson Boone, joined by former Wolfpack defensive tackle Kenton Gibbs. NC State men's basketball was able to get the win over the Miami Hurricanes on Tuesday evening in PNC, 74-68. to A little bit of a nail-biter there late in the second half, but NC State was able to secure the win after all. This was another one of these games, point blank, you absolutely had to go out and win. And this time, they did. For the first time in what has felt like several weeks here, NC State wins a basketball game. Several players sort of reintroduced themselves with some solid performances against the Hurricanes. So we're going to break this down with the good, the bad, and the ugly. Kenton, we'll start with the good. Give me your good from this win.
1: You know, first of all, obviously the, the win overall in and of itself, right? Getting yourself um, or staying rather above 500 instead of dropping the 500 in conference play, obviously a good. But I think the thing that I look at most and I say, OK, what did NC State do at a high clip that that gets me excited here, that makes me happy here? I don't care if this bucks the trend. I don't care if this is only a one game deal to see if this team was able to hit shots, means something to me, okay? At the end of the day, we've won games without hitting a three this year. That is not how you want to live. That is not how you want to have your day-to-day go. And so, to see this team shoot 40% from three in this game, again, obviously, we're here with it, right? Just win. Just win, baby, win at all costs. But, obviously, the way that you win and going about it in a way that, you know, you do something well that you have, struggled at a historical level at this year, it means something. The good was
0: undoubtedly the perimeter shooting. They went nine for 21 for three-point land, good enough for 42%. Casey Morsell had three, DJ Horn had three, and Jaden Taylor had three. He had really been struggling from three-point land of late, so it was good to see him knock down three of his own. Casey Morsell is really who I want to focus in here uh, when we're talking about the perimeter shooting. Three three-pointers from Casey Morsell without looking. I couldn't tell you the last time he had hit three of these. It was so good to see him look confident again. And I heard on the broadcast that Casey Morsell had been putting up a ton of shots in preparation for this game on Tuesday. Probably probably piggybacking a little bit off of the video he tweeted over the weekend with you know the voiceover saying when things get tough, you got to get tougher, That that whole ordeal. It seems like he really took that to heart. And his play on Tuesday night did a lot of the talking. Again, he had 17 points, hit some big shots when we really needed them earlier in the second half to keep that momentum rolling for NC State. So is Casey Morcell back? After a performance like this, it certainly feels like he might be. And you've got to find a way to keep him rolling into this game on Saturday against Georgia Tech. you got to keep finding ways to generate looks for him. And I think another good for this game, was NC State's offense was really taking advantage of what Miami was giving them. Miami's defensive scheme gave up a lot of open looks from deep, gave up a a lot of open looks down low with just a couple interior passes. And NC State finally seemed to take advantage, at least more so than they have been lately. You shoot 48% overall, that feels like a world of difference from what we've been suffering through these past couple weeks. So the offense, I would say as a whole tonight, was part of the good. Now for the bad, Kenton, what do you have here?
1: This is one of those things that it. I'm, I'm at a loss for words. Anybody who knows me knows I rarely ever stop talking. I can talk to you about almost any and everything, but some of our rotations just didn't make a ton of sense to me. Some of the way in which we were, I. The fact that we're still figuring out how to use the depth and what pieces fit where at this point in the season, that's that's not good. That's not good. And I get it. We're on a three-game skid, so, of course, you need to rework some things and change some things and, and do some things differently. We've seen all year certain things conspire, and, and it'll get into this kind of connects to my ugly, but just the way in which we were kind of running some of these rotations were a little confusing to me.
0: My bad, and I think, I guess I have two bads and they do sort of connect, is you need to have Mo Diar on the court as often as you possibly can. I think at this point, he is your most effective big man, or at least consistently effective big man. He rebounds the best. I think if you give him enough offensive opportunities, he might produce the most offense out of the three with DJ and Middlebrooks, because DJ Burns is struggling and he was my other bad for this portion. He's really going through it right now. I hate to put him on blast here. He is a shell of the player that he was just a year ago. His offense is not there. The shots are not falling. Can't create enough separation for him to get looks. And when he does, he's missed a lot of bunnies this year. Does not have the touch that he had last year. The offense is not there. The Mm. defense is a net negative. Every time he's on the floor, it looks like he's holding NC state back in some of the crucial minutes that he was off the floor and you had Diara or Middlebrooks in there, NC state looked like a more complete team. And that's just the reality of the situation right now. He's just not playing good basketball. He He collected zero rebounds tonight, only had four points, just not getting it done. And it's, it's tough. You talk about DJ Burns, who has been the face of the program and everybody loves the big man, big man's not getting it done right now. So, the bad is I need to see some minutes being cut from DJ and they need to be handed to Modiara.
1: I I couldn't agree with you more. And I know that you were waiting to feed me into this thing, but that's my ugly.
0: Okay, yeah. It, I mean, you could this, fit it either way.
1: This has gotten beyond bad to me. Because, and here's the thing with DJ that makes this beyond bad to me. I think that he hasn't gotten worse defensively than he did last year. I think last year wasn't good defensively I don't well, think he was or average defensively. I think he's always been who he's been defensively, but the offensive production was so overwhelming. It made it make sense. And here's the thing. It's not all DJ's fault alone because a large part of why he was so effective when he's struggling offensively combined with what he already is defensively. Uh, it's just, it's hard to watch. And not only is it hard to watch from a standpoint of the production, it's hard to watch from a standpoint of the one thing that I will put, because again, defense is being able to collapse on you more quickly because your outside shooters not shooting, that's not on you. What is on you is he seems to have this thing happen where when he gets in that hole where things start going wrong for him, he just spirals. Yeah. The effort stops being there. The attentiveness stops being there. Next thing you know, Norchad O'Meara is is looking like the second coming of Tim Duncan or something out there. Like that's, you know, it, it was just ugly. Great dude, but right now on the court, he's stinking it up.
0: My ugly for this game was the rebounding, and Miami had more than enough of second-chance opportunities. Fortunately for NC State, they actually missed – a lot of those second chance opportunities. But for Miami to out-rebound NC State by 15, Mm. it was 46-31, to and NC State still wins by six points is nothing short of remarkable. And I think when you look at it in just that, you really feel like Miami kind of blew it tonight in a sense because you out-rebound anybody by 15, and you should – really have no problem winning that game. And so NC State was able to find a way to win this game despite severely lacking in the rebounding department. That's been an ongoing issue. A lot of these games that we have lost, especially against Virginia, notably in that first half, we're getting killed on the boards. And a lot of rebounding is just purely effort. You got to want to box them out. You got to want to go get that loose ball, whatever it is. That has to change if you want to continue this little bit of momentum that you've now built after beating Miami you got to get tougher on the boards. You have to get aggressive in grabbing every single rebound you possibly can. Because, again, whether it's Miami, whether it's Georgia Tech on Saturday, or whether it's Pittsburgh after that, if you routinely give them second chances to kill you, eventually they are going to kill you. Got to mm-hmm. clean that up moving forward.
1: Yeah, yeah. and And the other part of that is we talked about one thing that we've constantly, you know, praised about this team is the effort has been there. Rebounding is an effort thing. Yes, there's technique to it. Yes, you know, you put a body on the body and all that, and you know, find your guy uh, if you're not in man or all that good stuff. But it's also an effort thing. It's also who wants it more thing. It's, It's tough to see you get out rebounded by 15. But again, this happened in a win, and you'd much rather learn that lesson in a win than in a loss, as we've seen recently, as those have started to kind of pile up on us a little bit.
0: It's a win. They needed to win. They went out and got it. We'll take it moving forward. Up next, we're talking about what this win might mean moving forward after a quick word from our sponsors. Our first sponsor of the day is FanDuel. Happy two weeks of Super Bowl anticipation to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat in the house on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and then placing some super Super Bowl bets. But you have got to get over to FanDuel in order to do this. FanDuel has so many different ways for you to end the season with the W, or maybe two, maybe three. You could have four of those things. You never know. But not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, FanDuel also has bets for anytime touchdown scores, total points for the over-under, and so much more. New customers can join today, and you'll get $200 back in bonus bets If your first bet of $5 or more wins, just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Middle portion of our Wednesday show. Of course, with this win over Miami on Tuesday night, NC State is now six and four in the ACC. Jump back up two spots. In the ACC standings, from eighth place now up to sixth place, they're actually now just a half game out of a top four spot in the ACC. But you beat Miami. You now have Georgia Tech coming into town on Saturday after they just rattled off a win over number third-ranked Carolina down in Atlanta. For some reason, the bees have the UNC's number, and I, I cannot fathom why that may be the case. But we're grateful for Georgia Tech. Thank you for your contribution. Does this win over Miami do anything for you moving forward? You ended the three-game streak. You won one game at home. You now have two more coming up at home. How do you feel now after this win?
1: This win does as much for me as another beer after that guy who's like, oh, this tastes like water. <laughs> like, that's that's what this is. It, it does nothing. It does nothing. I'm sorry to tell you. It's not doing anything, you know, by the way, if you're getting this tastes like water drunk, stop, stop what you're doing. It's you're
0: time for time. bed.
1: <laughs> it's, it's time to stop. But very seriously, this win does nothing uh, for me because this is a Miami team that struggled all year. This is a Miami team that everything that can go, this has been a Murphy's Law year for them. Everything that can go wrong has gone wrong, right? You look up and you say, man, there's, there's uh There's a moment where we're going to be okay. We're going to be all right. Oh, no, Norchad O'Meara is down. Okay, Norchad O'Meara is back. We're going to be great. We're going to be all right. Oh, no, Poplar is struggling. Like There's always something or somebody at some point in time with this Miami team that's struggling. And and so with that happening, it's to me, it's tough to say, hey, a win over this Miami team moves the needle for me in any way. Because I really and truly, it doesn't.
0: Use the exact phrase I was going to use. This win does not move the needle for me. Because you did exactly what you were supposed to do. This Miami team has been struggling. NC State also has been struggling. Entering a three-game home slate here with Miami being the first, you absolutely had to have this one. They got it. And so, yes, you accomplished what you were supposed to accomplish. If you now lose to Georgia Tech on Saturday... This win is completely wiped out. It means nothing. It is completely null and void if you then fumble the next game and you lose to the Yellow Jackets. So does this mean anything really? No. Is it a good win? Sure. Is it a great win? I wouldn't say so. But it's a win. Instead of dropping down to 500 in ACC play, you you stay a game up. Like I mentioned, realistically, you're only a half game out of a top four spot. That sounds great but there's still plenty more work to do. And that is in the form of Georgia Tech on Saturday and then whoever else you got after that. I know it's Pittsburgh, but the focus, all of the focus should be on Georgia Tech and only Georgia Tech. If you lose this game, the little bit of momentum that maybe you have generated is completely wiped off the face of the earth. It's gone. You have to let this push you Into Saturday.
1: Oh, absolutely. And to talk about Georgia Tech, we're talking about Georgia Tech coming up. I want to talk about something I talked about with Georgia Tech football and locked on ACC. I said when they lost to Bowling Green um, in football, you're not good enough, you're not talented enough, you're not deep enough to overlook anybody. No. You're just not. And I'd say the same thing to NC State. You are not functioning at a high enough clip. To say, oh, well, we've got the next game on our calendar circled. So we we think we can, you know, just kind of snooze our way through this and still be okay. You won't. You can't. And that's just the way that this, this cookie is going to crumble for for the pack.
0: What you do have to really hone in on as well is you're at home. Do I think it'll be a much bigger crowd on Saturday? No, but that's fine. You just have to keep winning games. And being at home, it helps a little bit. It's hard to win ACC games on the road, as we all know. So. Use that to your advantage. Georgia Tech, sure, they picked up a big win against UNC, but now they got to come up to Raleigh and play you. Use that to your advantage. It it almost feels like a one-game season over and over and over from this point out. You beat Miami. Great. Now you have essentially another one-game season here with Georgia Tech. Win that one next, and then you just keep going on one game at a time. Keep this thing pushing.
1: It's a squadron momentum here in a game like this where you know that Georgia Tech gave it their all. They're very emotional, riding a high. This is a prime moment for you to come in and get a win. Losing to Georgia Tech in this moment is just not a good look.
0: Speaking of momentum, coming up next, we're going to be talking about Savage Wolves and the momentum they're continuing to build and in adding in the early enrollees, the transfers, and keeping the flame of the NIL success burning hot. After a quick word from our sponsors. Our second sponsor of the day is Jace Medical. I know we all come to sports to escape some of the crazy realities of life sometimes, but we got to talk just for a minute about preparing for real life. According to the FDA, pharmacies are now running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. It's pretty wild. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than some of your loved ones getting sick during a supply chain issue that could potentially keep them from life-saving medications. But thankfully, that's where Jace Medical steps in. The Jace case is a 5 pack of different antibiotics that treats a long list of bacterial illnesses including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections and many many more. These kind of things could happen to any of us. So you got to get over to Jace Medical and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board certified physician and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at just a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than it is today. Go to JaceMedical.com and use offer code locked on to get $20 off of your order. That's code locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for $20 off of your order on Jace Medical. Last couple of minutes here on Wednesday. We'll keep this part brief. Just a quick note that I wanted to add in here. Savage Wolves, as they have been for all of the fall, into the offseason, now continuing this momentum through January. They're absolutely killing it. And that is a testament to the NIL efforts at NC State. Of course, the merger into one pack, as we mentioned a couple weeks ago. But the fan support of NC State football, all of the offseason buzz is parlaying into a successful offseason for NIL purposes as well. It seems like every single day we get on Twitter, there is another athlete or maybe two athletes that is signing with Savage Wolves for the 2024 season. That's a massive success. And these are some of the biggest names as well. you got Grayson McCall, Noah Rogers. You've seen the names. These are all impact players. The the NIL efforts at NC State have been spectacular. And that is in large part because of the fan base, everything they've been doing over to Savage Wolves. So take this as your shameless plug. If you have not already signed up for Savage Wolves, there is no better time than the present. You get to see your investments actually pay off when that team hits the field this fall. It's absolutely worth it. You, too, can impact the future success of NC State football.
1: And when I look at the early enrollees getting everything squared away and out of the way, good. You love to see it. You you don't want to have these situations or these things be long and drawn out. It's the new nature of college ball, right? This is not what we're used to seeing. This isn't you know how things were in the past. So with that being said, it's the new nature that you want to see these guys get squared away with your collective immediately. You don't want there to be delays, hiccups, hitches, anything that would, you know, cause things to go awry. In
0: this new this new world of the transfer portal, and sometimes you have to worry about re-recruiting your players, signing them to a firm like Savage Wolves, it gives you that extra layer of comfort, like we saw immediately with KC, I believe it was like just days into the offseason. And so that that is also another aspect to this. You get these players locked in, and you don't have to worry about, you don't have to worry about losing him to the portal in the spring one when that opens up just a couple months from now. Get everybody in here, get them locked in, and we'll be ready to roll when spring ball rolls around. That will do it for us here on Wednesday. As always, thank you all so much for joining us. Hit that like button. Drop your comments in the comment box. Tell us what you think about the win over Miami on Tuesday evening. and If it really means anything to you moving forward. Anything else you got on your mind, drop it in the comment box. We'll be sure to get to each and every one of those. Hit that subscribe button if you have not already. Tell a friend to tell a friend to do the same. We will see you all tomorrow. Until then, go Pack.
1: Go Pack.